today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Report coming up on Global National today that uh, we all need to be watching and paying attention to. Over the years now, I don't know how many stories we've covered about uh, traffic fatalities that have occurred in this community and other communities right across the country. Uh, and oftentimes the uh, the charge laid is, is dangerous driving, careless driving, uh, variations on that theme, right? And And there's been a loss of life in many of these situations. But we tend to lose track of a lot of these cases. And, and then that, that may be page one news or lead story news on a newscast. And then some years later, when, when there's finally some resolution to the case, uh, it's uh, um, like a, an, almost an afterthought, an asterisk to the report. And oftentimes the, uh, the penalty, if in, one, in fact one is imposed, is uh, in many people's minds very insignificant. Well, Global News has undertaken a very extensive investigative report about what happens in these situations, why they happen, and what goes on in the, as the wheels of justice turn on these? So what does happen to a person who hits and kills a cyclist or a pedestrian on our roads? Global News will undertake this with Chief Investigative Correspondent uh, with Global National, Carolyn Jarvis, who joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this report. Carolyn, thank you so much. It's great to have you with us again. Thanks for having me, Bill. This, uh, as I say, this is a story that resonates with just about everybody. I mean, if it hasn't touched somebody, if a family, a friend, somebody like that, it's certainly a story that, that we have heard about and, and are oftentimes horrified about the results and maybe even more horrified about uh, how this, this unwinds from a legal standpoint. Yeah, well, take a look at the numbers. So last year in Ontario, 34,000 people were charged with careless driving. 34,000. I'll let you take a guess for a second. How many of those charges resulted in convictions? <laughs> uh, not very many. 5%. Are you kidding? 5%. So in most cases, the charges are dropped, or more commonly, um, the person who is responsible or alleged to be responsible pleads down to a lower charge. So like making an unsafe left-hand turn is an example that we found in our research. And so then the fines for making an unsafe left-hand turn could be as little as a couple hundred bucks, $500. And forevermore, the courts will only recognize that what went wrong in that instance where somebody lost their life was a wrong left-hand turn. And for the families, it just stings. But if I... Here's the thing I find frustrating about this. I could be charged with making an illegal turn like that uh, with no consequences to loss of life or, or any damage. An officer may have just seen me do that and charged me, and I'm going to get the same fine as somebody who actually, well, probably killed somebody. Exactly. We found examples where the charges leveled against the person responsible were $85. $85 where somebody lost their life. That is the exact same fine as running a stop sign. And in the eyes of the courts, when you look back historically, nowhere will it document that someone died. Someone died, or even if somebody was seriously injured. And that's one of the fundamental arguments of victims' families here. They say, could you just as a starting point, recognize that someone lost their life in this incident. Can we not Can we not agree on that? Even if the charge has careless driving causing death, careless driving causing serious industry, injury, could somebody at least recognize that our loved one died here? That would be a starting point. Well, one of the things that I know you're doing in the report, and this took a long time to put together, uh, is, is you're putting faces and names to this. This is not just a, a statistical rehash of what's gone on uh, that oftentimes we look at in the abstract. Uh, the, these are people's lives you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. And the consequences for those responsible, they say, don't go far enough. Uh, let me be clear for a second. We have a charge already in the books in the Highway Traffic Act in Ontario that has very serious penalties attached to it. Careless driving has with it 
the potential for six months in jail, $2,000 in penalty, um, license suspension is a possibility. But what we see in practice when we analyze these cases on the whole is that those penalties to the extreme never happen. You never see somebody charged, except with the rarest exceptions, with $2,000 or going to jail. On the odd case you do, but almost never. Often people are getting off with a few hundred dollars in fines. So why is the charge itself not working? And do we need a separate provision when it comes to pedestrians and cyclists who are seriously injured and killed? Bill, I should state here, nobody's saying that we want to throw everybody in jail. That's not the Canadian way. That's not how our justice system typically operates. But what families of victims are saying is they want something meaningful. And so they've looked south of the border where nine U.S. states have introduced what are called vulnerable road user laws. And those laws have what they consider more meaningful penalties. So driver training courses, taking a traffic safety course, doing community service around roadways, picking up trash on the side of a road, something that contributes back to highways and road safety, something that recognizes that something wrong happened on the road and heck showing up in court because right now that doesn't always have to happen you can take somebody's life and not even have to show up to face the family want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on am 900 chml